Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Happy Thursday to our mortgage and real estate world. Welcome to our nine o'clock edition of Coffee with Todd and welcome to our VIP experience. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we invite some special guests on and we spend about 30 to 35 minutes just interacting with them on best practices, you know, how they're doing business during uh, the, the COVID, you know, season, if you will, and, and, and really what brings their business to life, what are their best practices. And today is going to be super special because we have the opportunity to spend our time with Teresa Odette, who is a mortgage professional of the most serious kind. She is, uh, she's hitting high trust on all notes, you know, making money, not working a lot of hours and having really, really great partnerships. One of her partnerships is with Linda Granger and Linda is a top producing real estate agent. I believe in 2019, Linda sold just under $60 million in, in, in houses with about 70 units, as I recall. And uh, you guys are cranking together. So I want to welcome Teresa and Linda from Northern California. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Good to see you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for joining today. And uh, it's always kind of fun for me when we get to, to have a real estate professional and a lending professional on who are uniquely doing the business in the way that we've always seen done ourselves, obviously, but then dreamt that other people would gravitate to and and uh, and, and get excited about. So let's start, Teresa, with, with uh, just a, a quick setup. Um, give us your your quick story on you know your lending experience. You don't have to go all the way back. I think you started as as an assistant, but what's your yeah. quick story on lending? How did you get into lending, and how long have you been at it? What what's that all look? Random like? random application for a job to be an assistant. <laughs> Didn't know for what. Right with Harry Gordon, if you remember. I remember. Nineteen ninety eight, and within the first six months, he sent me to High Trust. So I don't have any other experience. This is the only way I know how to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, last year, Teresa closed 90 loans, $51 million in volume. And she, what makes that so special besides the, the, the largeness of it is she has a life. I mean, it's just amazing to see what can happen when you really, really understand the power of high trust. So Linda, you and Teresa have been doing business together for quite a while. And uh, we were talking earlier before we went live that you guys have been doing business together for 12 years. Um, tell us your story real quick. And, uh, and then let's get into what makes it so special as you guys work together. So I basically was raising four kids and uh, had we had no money at all. And I thought I better do something. And I real estate was the only thing where I thought I could make enough money to support the, the four kids and if I was going to put them in daycare and things like that. So long story short, I just went in with both feet, didn't sell one single home in the first year. And uh, then I met Teresa eventually and then took it from there. So that's, that's awesome. 
That is awesome. All right, so here's how we're gonna do this. Um, any of you that are watching live, if you'd like to post a question for Teresa or Linda, go ahead and do that in the live comments section. We're monitoring that as we go along. If at any time you wanna um, give us a, a, an emoji or an, a, a positive uh, this, that, or the other thing, if you like something that we're talking about, go ahead and do that too. So let's talk about how you guys started in the high trust journey together and, uh, and, and what did that look like in the first couple of years? Whoever would like to go. I'll go on that. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I, only because uh, it was literally what turned my life around in my business. And uh, I wasn't working with Teresa and her team. I was new in the business. I was starting to get, you know, probably, I don't know, maybe 6 million or 10 million is sort of what my volume was. And one day, one of our clients had had Teresa and her team as their lender. And I was a complete junk show. My business was a junk show. My kids were dirty. Like it was just a complete mess. And uh, and so Teresa her, and her team, they were so organized, so calm and so um, just together. I, I couldn't believe the, the communication when in working with them. So I just finally just said, how did you learn what you learned? How can you teach me? Can you teach me? I, I want to have a team like yours. I want to be as relaxed as you. I want to have that communication. Can you teach me? And the next day on my desk was a, sta a stack of 10 CDs and it was called the assistant system by Todd Duncan. And that was on my desk and I was I was so hungry. I just started listening to it. And it's all about mortgage and everything, but I could relate it to real estate. And long story short, that was the start of the relationship, uh, the working relationship that we have, have today. So I think I think one of the obvious things that I would say to everybody watching this is um, you know, the gift of a lifetime. You you want to talk about really launching great partnerships is pay attention to what people want. And, and give them solutions to it. The fact that you got all 10 CDs in that box and, and had, I don't know, was, I think it was eight hours of content. That was awesome. So then what, what happened next? Because you, you were all funk out, funked out and everything and Teresa's all like just super, super calm and chill. Um, what did you guys do next? How did that, how did you get the thing going? I think it's noteworthy though, before we get onto that question, yeah. that she came to me. Right. Like, she came to me. I didn't go with the unique value proposition and you know the special FedEx. She came to me and said, "Please help me." So that's noteworthy. Right? So so yeah. So here's the deal for any of you that are lenders. You you do need to hear what Teresa just said. It's 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 a, a paradigm that most people don't ever ever really think about, let alone own. And that is when your reputation in the marketplace is such of giving value, having predictability, producing great buyer experiences, having a great reputation and all of those things. The, the, the agents that want that, that don't have it for whatever reason, will approach you instead of you approaching them. And I think this was interesting that you followed that whole idea of, of giving before you get, right? And you were paying attention to something that, that Linda had asked you and you gave her the solution and the rest is history. And I think that's a noteworthy point. So then back to the question, what was next? What did you guys do next to get things scaling? Well, and sort of back to Teresa's noteworthy point was that 
I asked, there were two things. I asked because she demonstrated, her team demonstrated what I want. And so there was right out of the gates, this trust that she knew what she was doing. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing was her willingness to help me. I was absolutely blown away. So first she sets this, these 10 CDs on my desk, which I then downloaded onto, remember those little tiny iPods? Yes. <laughs> and every time I would you know, be outside with the kids or whatever, I'd have you playing in my head. Um, but she was so willing to help. So I listened to all that stuff and, you know, I'm not Teresa, we're completely different personalities. So, uh, I don't learn quite as it doesn't work so easily as easily for me, but then, um, I, I went to hire my first assistant and Teresa said, well, would you like me to interview your assistant? Would you like me and my team to interview your assistant for you? And I, I was blown away. I said, are you kidding? You're, you do that for me? And she said, absolutely. So literally the assistant went through all the interviews with her team first, then Teresa interviewed them. And I, I had sort of chosen one just by resume and whatever. And we picked a completely different one that turned out amazing. And, and so that was the start. And so those two things for me that she demonstrated she and her team demonstrated what i wanted and second was the willingness to help me i can't even tell you like having her assistant stand over my shoulder and teach me how to go through my email and get rid of this and get rid of that and delegate this and delegate that there was nothing that her team wasn't willing to help us with she even sent her number one in assistant in to train my assistant like it was just over and above anything I would have ever expected from anyone. So those were my two main things that just blew me away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we go from there, except to say that um, we have another high performing realtor in the live chat from Kentucky and you guys know Jim Moore and he just said, this is awesome. And so for an agent right now to post on live comments that he loves this dialogue, that, that to me is just another endorsement. So let's get into a little bit of the, the tactical stuff, uh, Teresa, unless, unless you have something else that you'd like to say about, uh, you know what, I'm gonna ask you, Teresa, what was the mindset and what is the mindset? You're, you're not only a top producing mortgage professional, you have uh, absolutely scaled the summit on how to do business well, profitably and, and efficiently. And, and you also um, were the first person that I called to, when we decided to launch High Trust Coaching, you were my first coach that I wanted to cast the vision with. And I remember being on the freeway going to LA and having that combo with you. So you are our longest standing certified coach as well. Talk from both the coaching perspective and obviously the partnership perspective with Linda about your spirit and your 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 whole like operating system because i think most lenders still don't get in modern day society what you did with linda 12 years ago i i, I completely think they miss it so just talk through that for a minute or two well it's easy to sum it up it's servant leadership period and you know my team takes care of my transactions completely i hardly touch them i have one or two conversations with borrowers they take care of the rest so what do i do all day help them, help the realtors, right? Whatever I can do to help them become more successful. And Linda could probably give you a thousand different examples of things that I've done for her. 
<laughs> that really there's no direct correlation to my profitability other than supporting her and therefore she's absolutely and completely um, tied to my team. Yeah, yeah. Loyal. <clears throat> well, so, you know, loyalty is a, it's always a two way street. And I think everybody needs to understand that the, the, the truest partnerships are win win. And I was talking, I think a couple of weeks ago about chemistry and what attracts a lender and a realtor in terms of likability. You know, I, I like you and, and you like me and it's, it's a professional chemistry. And once you have that, then you want to communicate, you want to collaborate, you want to build, you want to add value, you want to do those things. And when you do that, you end up with that magic connection. And when you have a connected relationships like like you have with Linda and, and other agents like Jim Moore has with Marty Preston, that, that is an extraordinary place to get because the relationship becomes um, more effortless. Is that, do you guys find that to be true that you, you're so in sync that you're not managing the relationship? It's just that constant kind of hum, right? Yeah, at this point, it is pure relationship because my team works with her team. We don't actually talk much about buyers, borrowers, you know, transactions. It's her transaction coordinator and my processor. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so one of the questions we wanted to ask both of you, and then I have a few individual ones. Um, what's your referral process look like? Um, I, I guess we can go both ways, but Linda, as, a, as an agent, um, what does your process look like when you're working with buyers and sellers who are going to be buying um, as you refer them over to Linda? And then Linda, your comments on that, because I, I do want to say to everybody watching this live broadcast or watching the replay, I think the one of the greatest places for um, an efficiency that ha has probably for most lenders never been attained is how do you guys pass off the referrals back and forth? And I think any lender and any agent that, that really, really asks the question, is this level 10? Is this like gold medal kind of stuff? Um, if, if, if the answer is yes, then our conversion is up, our loyalty is up, our, our retention is up, our, our deals falling through is gone. Um, so talk about your referral process and give everybody as much depth as you can on that. So that actually is another was another huge thing for me because I didn't really know how to refer a lender. And, and I actually now use it in the same way agents want to refer a client to me. And what Teresa did was she, she gave me the script in writing email of how to introduce her. And that template that I saved, I've used that same template for 12 years. Any buyer's agent on my team or anyone that works on my team, when we want to introduce Teresa, we use that same template. Same exact one. We copy and paste it. And that alone is huge because most what's different about it is most mortgage brokers or if you will, or whether it's a, a home warranty person, whoever it is, they're always asking you for your business, but they don't give you, they, they don't give you the tools to help you help them. Mm -hmm. And so the same template, you know, and I, I can recite it, blah, 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 blah. Whether you use her or not, it will be a valuable use of your time. Uh, Teresa can be reached. Teresa and her team can be reached. You know, I know the template. Everybody knows the template. So that was number one. Number two is, I didn't really, I never subscribed to the idea that you have to have three. You have to refer three mortgage brokers. And I know there's a lot of legal stuff around that, but my the, the line in the template that I feel 
makes it comfortable for me is whether you use her or not, it will be a valuable use of your time. So I'm not pushing them to use only her. I'm just saying go to Teresa to get information. And from there, it's up to her. And then the other process of it is when I'm working with what I the trust I have in Teresa and her team is I know that when they get on the phone with a buyer, they're going to endorse me hands down. They're going to endorse me and I can email them and say, Hey, I'm not sure this client is also working with another agent. I've spent time with them, da, da, da. And then I know that they will endorse me and they'll tie that relationship up. And I can't tell you how many times they have saved or gotten that buyer to commit to me and having that trust in them from the referral perspective is awesome. So I know I can just hand it over. They'll take it from there. I don't even have to think about it again. And I know they got this. Uh, that, is, that is huge. Um, so Ray, you're in the background. Just make a, a note reminder that maybe on High Trust Today, which is our private Facebook group, um, we can post those templates we have the three scripts obviously and uh and it'd probably be really helpful for people i love 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 you trusting what works and i also love teresa you know this as a coach we teach one timing right and linda just proved out that this template that she's been using for 12 years is the same template i mean you don't there's so much opportunity in our world not to recreate or reinvent but just to get the discipline of here's what works and it's routine and we're going to use it every single time um talk from a coaching standpoint about the symmetry that lenders and agents need to have you're you are a lender but but at, at a coaching level um people come into high trust coaching and, and again if you guys haven't had a free coaching call yet and you're watching this you know do that come and come and let a coach talk to you what are you seeing from a um coaching perspective on how these relationships ha have have uh, um just a, a void that doesn't need to be there that can be removed by this kind of chaotic energy together. Just talk to that for a second, whatever comes to mind. Sure. I think um, most loan officers or originators, there there's a fear there. It's sort of a call reluctance where they don't want to say to an agent, here is the, the script for you to refer me. And that way is part of the script. Linda gives me the phone number of the client, right? And says, Teresa will call you. That, that, I mean, I'm not waiting for someone to call, right? Most agents, realtors will say, I'll give them your number. And most loan officers don't have the confidence to say, why don't you give me their number, right? And I think that's the big gap. It's sort of a call reluctance issue and you just need to gain confidence around the scripting and know that, you know, you, you can get 100% of nothing or 50% of something if you make the call, right? So you have nothing to lose if you ask for that. Would you agree, Linda? Absolutely. I mean, I don't really even ask if they want me to pass their information on or not. I just introduce them and say, Teresa, here's their number and client, here's Teresa's number. You guys take it from here. I don't even ask. I just, that's just part of the template. So I think it's interesting that one of the things that, that we mislinded to your point is, is we don't state what we want to have happen. And one of the greatest efficiencies is the mindset, whether you're a lender or an agent, what's next? 
And what's next is I'm going to have Teresa call you or what's next is you need to call Teresa. I, I think it's better the other way. Let Teresa take the lead. And one of the things that you mentioned that I want everybody to understand is there is value in your lending partner by her endorsing you as a high performance realtor. And, and if you've got a buyer that you know might have two different agencies that they're talking to, um, you're going to win the business because your lender is your is your your mouthpiece, right? And endorsing you. And so those are all part of strategic embedded strategies that high trust teaches. And you can see right now, if you're watching this interview, how peaceful this kind of business is when you understand that we're here and we're like two gears working together. So super excited about this. Let's go to Linda. Um, as an agent, how have you incorporated uh, the high trust business practice into your specific business? What are two or three things that kind of, besides what we've talked about? So uh, I guess tried to channel my inner Teresa, which is really her inner Todd, right? <laughs> <laughs> the number one thing is learning how to listen. And I think that's what the whole high trust thing is, right? Mm -hmm. and, and by asking those questions, um, you know, what about that is important to you? And, and moving forward along down that chain, I would say the number one thing is learning how to listen. And uh, that is, and while that seems easy for real estate agents, it's not. You guys know real estate agents have egos. They one up everybody in their stories. They, you know, just go on and on and on. Uh, whereas I don't know if all mortgage brokers, but I know Teresa is a person of not a lot of words, but, um, but when she talks, you listen, right? So I think that's been the, the number one thing for the high trust. And the second is, uh, and this is through high trust and, and through what Teresa has taught me is everyone is part of my team. And so she introduced me to the title officer that was is the best title officer, the appraiser. The, and so we have this team, if you will, even though we're all different companies and everyone has everyone's back. Nobody blames anyone for anything. We cover each other, we um, stand up for each other. If somebody makes a mistake, you know, wow, that's not like her at all. She's not, That's that doesn't sound like her at all. Let's dig in and figure out how to solve that. But now we have this tremendous team that um, that we know will endorse us. And there's this trust in that, in those relationships. Yeah. Um Teresa, just your your two cents on listening, and then I'd like to I'd like to propose something to everybody watching this interview. Listening, well, I mean, when I met Linda, it was she was your typical agent. This is how great I am. This is why I'm going to win the business from you, you know, for the client. And I, we, we one time we were in the car together on our way back from a meeting, working with the same client, and I just called my assistant and said you need to call these people. And Linda's like typing and dealing and like fr frenetic. Right. And what she used to do and what I don't do and really have never done since, you know, day one was with you is to talk about myself. Well, now Linda's got the whole same script. Tell me what's important about that to you. And then just stop talking, which was really hard lesson to learn. We worked together for years to get into this rhythm. And, you know, for the record, when I met her, it was 10 million a year. And where are we now? Right. And that's obviously not attributable to me, but her skills have gotten better and significantly because of all of this. 
Yeah. And the neatest thing about what you guys have done to spin up the business is you're not, you're not frenetic. You're, you're, it's a well-oiled machine. And anybody watching this needs to understand that your productivity <clears throat> from a growth standpoint has everything to do with the gears of your relationships. Right. And when we talk about the whole idea of connection, if you don't have a connected state of being with the people that you are doing business with, I mean, connected, I mean, like, together. If you don't have that, then you have inefficiency in your relationships and inefficiency is the front end of dysfunction. And so part of what you guys all have to do is you have to decide the relationships that you are attracted to that make sense. And when you start to have conversations, really listening, listening starts before you guys ever do business together. A lender and an agent together have to listen to really, really understand what's important about the relationship and that chemistry, that professional, you know, chemistry. Tim Sanders used to talk about um, uh, love is the killer app, the idea of, of likelihood, right? And, 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 and likability and, and all of that. So before any of this greatness can happen, you've got to have shared values. You've got to have similar beliefs. You know, if, if, uh, if a lender believes in, in productivity and efficiency and an agent does not, that thing's never going to work, vice versa, it's never going to work. So that's important. Then <clears throat> what both Linda and Teresa said is this idea of, of listening. And here's what I believe about where the huge opportunity is. And I'd be interested uh, from your perspective, Teresa, as a coach, I think far too many agents I, here. Let me just go on. I think 90% of agents and 90% of lenders don't ask the right questions. Okay. They don't learn the right things. They don't solve the most important needs and they don't know how to listen. And so in high trust, it's not about how many questions you ask. It's about asking fewer of the right questions that create a tectonic shift in emotional connection. And both Linda and Teresa have evidenced that. If you don't know the questions to ask, and if you're not professionally patient to listen, and even delayed responses might seem like minutes, even though they're 10 or 15 mm -hmm. seconds, for you not to fill in the answer and to wait for it to come is the greatest gift you can ever bring to a partnership. So I think that if you ask fewer the right questions and you listen, listen. Here's what I know about listening. Um, Princeton has done a study on listening. And if you can marry eye contact to a curious mind of listening, you have as high as a 33% increase odds of winning that client. Let me just say it differently. He who listens the best, she who listens the best wins. It's that no simple. Question. Huh? Yeah. No question. I mean, people tell me things and then they talk. Like if I take an agent to lunch, I ask a few questions. They talk the whole time, tell me the most intimate details of their life and then walk away thinking that we had this really amazing connection and, and conversation when it was really one sided. Right. Yeah. I did all the talking. <clears throat> I did all the listening. But I mean, Linda can attest to that. People tell me things that are just off the wall. <laughs> well, I think it, you know, I think as you look at some of these live posts, it's, it's so important to understand there's, there's so much 
noise out there on how to be successful. And, you know, there's so much marketing noise and so much digital noise and so much what success is in our space, agent, lender, home buying, home selling, home borrowing. What, what our space is, is two people who care about each other that want the best possible outcome for their buyer and seller and do it at level 10. And there's nothing mystical about it. There's no manipulation about it. There's no like, here's the most manipulative question you can ask. And they're not even going to know you're manipulating them. There's none of that. It's, it's the, it's the human being wanted to connect with the human being so that you guys together can do human doing, right? What do we do now that we like each other and we're in business together? So, I mean, we could go off on this. Um, Lynn, I'm going to ask you a question. What are the top three things agents should ask to qualify a lender? The top three things agents should ask to qualify a lender. Like what would be, what would be the three things you as an agent, I know it's probably an unfair question because you're, you're so connected to Teresa and vice versa, but what's important to an agent about a lender besides what you've said so far? Well, one of the things I think is almost a feeling that that agent is, or that mortgage broker, mortgage professional is plugged in and learning, constantly learning and listening, right? So uh, that's number one is just a feeling of having this trust that they're plugged in. They're not just, you know, a mortgage professional from 30 years ago who's doing the same thing. They're plugged in learning and growing. Um, second is endorsement. And third is communication yeah. uh, with the client, really. I, I mean, yes, it could be communication with me, but generally I have so much trust in Teresa's team. Like they have it. So I don't need a ton of communication with me. Call me if there's a problem and call me with the solution. Right. I mean, yeah. call me. And that's the same phone call. Yeah. <laughs> right? But it literally just goes back to how does that mortgage professional treat me? Because I that will demonstrate how they're going to treat a client. How they, if that mortgage professional is off blaming the title person or this person or that person for their problems, then I know that's that's how what, how they're going to be with the client as well. So it's this persona of how do they treat me? And, because I know I can trust them in how they treat the client. Oh, I and, love that. <clears throat> Totally, totally love that. So from your perspective as an agent, um, what is in, in your mind the value of, of having a coach as a real estate professional and a human being? It's, I think number one, it, it, you have to be a person, you and for mortgage professionals, you have to find the agents who want to learn, who are hungry, right? Uh, hungry for information. Those are the ones I think that will, you'll have the best relationship long-term. The ones like Teresa said, that are asking you, um, the having a coach. Uh, I mean, I can, I can email Teresa and say, Hey, I have this client that said X, do you have a script for me? Or I can, we can be in a transaction and I know how agents are because I'm one that I can get emotional and I can write this email that's super emotional and I can send it to Anj on her team or Teresa and say, can you tell me how this sounds? And they'll rewrite it for me. Like just the things like that that are so valuable because 
we trust their professionalism and their training, right? Their training from you and, and the coaching. There's, it's, it's really hard to describe. And I tried to think about how, how could other agents, how would other agents know to go get this information or to go find a mortgage professional like I was lucky to find? Um, and really, I think it was just delivering value to me out of the gates without me even, I mean, I did ask for things, but consistently finding ways to deliver value. Linda, you're super busy. Would you like us to go open that house for the client? You know, they're licensed. She'll send one of her team members to go open a house for me. Like those kinds of things where they're listening for what my needs are. And, and, and every time I say, wow, you guys would do that for me, right? So that's, I, I guess, the value of their coaching. And then that is passed on to me. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And I, you know, I have vivid, um, indelible pictures in my mind of you guys sitting together in the high trust sales Academy and being at sales master together. And I just want to say to every lender out there, you know, the greatest gift you can bring your agents is help them understand the simplicity of a well-oiled business model. Right. And, and how do you guys learn together? Because the collaboration piece of, of lender and agent, I think is missed. I don't think enough lenders have enough proactive scheduling going on where they sit down and do like mini business reviews every month and they collaborate together on how can we continue to, you know, make this better or, or not. And Teresa, you have, you have really, you have taken this to probably one of the most insane levels of implementation in your own personal business. I'd like for you to talk in just the next couple of minutes of, you know, what does your typical week look like? You've got a high performance agent in your relationship with Linda. You guys are deep, deep friends and, and, and do life together and work together and all that kind of stuff. What does your team look like? What's the, what is the aha that lenders just don't get in terms of, how many hours does it actually take to be great? So just take two minutes and walk us through that. And then I have a final uh, question for each of you. I think um, the aha is you have to have a team, period. And way back in the day when I was coached by Building Champions, it was Greg Harkavy who said yeah. to me, if you hire that person, it costs you $3,000 a month. Can you do one more transaction? Okay, then it's break even. If you can do two more, it's profitable. Three more, right? Yeah. And I had said that to Linda as recently as yesterday, that same thing. How many more transactions can you do if you hire this person, right? We had that conversation this week. But my team, I have an assistant who is my mini-me. She's been with me 16 years, which is amazing. She's yep. been obviously to your stuff a number of times. Yep. My processor has been with me probably six or seven years. My junior processor, probably seven or eight. Um, Ephraim has been with me 15 years, my production partner, and that's about it. To answer your question with that team, I work probably 20 hours a week. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. Tops. And, and, and that, you know, I talk to clients and I, met, I lead my team and I work with agents. That's all I do. Yeah. Simple life. It's a beautiful, beautiful life. So what, what are your top three just off the top of your head, top three things people need to understand about building teams. Well, we're naturally attracted to people just like us, which is a terrible hire. <laughs> okay. Period. <laughs> right. Um, I would not hire anyone 
or recommend anyone without a disc profile and making sure they were right for the position. Yeah. Any sales position needs I, any support position needs C, and the other two, you know, you can work around. Yeah. I think uh, other than that, hire great people, empower them, get out of their way, pay them just a little bit more than the market asks for, yeah. keep them happy. I mean, I, I really, this week I spent a lot of time thinking about what I can do to support my team because they're at home with small children, yeah. right? And I can't send them a babysitter and I can't, I've been delivering wine and other things <laughs> every Friday just because, you know, yeah. so that's, that's what my day consists of. My 20 hours a week is thinking about how I can help Linda, how I can help my team, how, you know, how I can help my clients, whatever that is. It's beautiful, man. I, as I've always believed, we, we need to get rid of the word sell and we just need to replace it with the word help. And uh, if you help enough people win, you're going to win. That's all you have to really focus on. So as we wrap up, Teresa, what are from your coaching vantage point? Um, why did you choose to become a coach and dedicate time to that? And from a lender perspective, what are the two biggest challenges you see LOs facing today? Well, I got into coaching because you asked me and I have enormous and immense respect and it was an honor to be asked. I continue to do it because giving back is the greatest thing I could do. Right? Mm. Giving back to our industry in any way that I can. Yeah. So that's why I continue to do it. I think the biggest challenges from a boots on the ground, it's capacity for sure. And uh, the discipline right now, depending on where somebody's working, working from home to get up and actually do the work. Yeah. To stay really focused. I think that's um, consistent among the people that I talk to. Some, some get it, some don't, you know, and you, can't anticipate that until you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. What's a uh, recent uh, coaching success story that you're, uh, you're, you're super proud of with one of your coaching members? Well, I have been a coach with you since day one, right? Yes. I've had a client since day one. You'll know who he is. And if he's listening, he'll know who he is. He's been with me the longest. He did 8 million before I started with him. And this year he'll probably do 60. Wow. And in those four years, it's been single guy, no team, bought a house, got married, had a child, has a team, right? Changed companies twice and still has all that success and a life. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful. So, Linda, if you had one opportunity to say one thing that is the most important thing you would say to the lending and real estate world, what would you say? Uh, plug in to the right people, plug in to the right coaching. I mean, I have, I have one main coach and two other coaches and, uh, and, and plug in and, uh, like for mortgage professionals, plug into you, honestly, because you can't, you can't know everything yourself. And even if you're curious and you're somebody who seeks it out, it's awesome to have somebody like you who has a plan and who has steps and one step at a time. And this is how we get there. And it creates a roadmap for agents and lenders. I love it. You guys personify what a high trust partnership looks like. It's been delightful to hang with you. Anybody who is a lender that is really, really um, resonating with this conversation, which it looks on the, by the feed that you are, send this 
or sit down and watch this with your agents. If you're an agent and you desire a lender partnership like Linda and Teresa have, um, sit down and watch this with the lender that you think you'd like to partner with. There's nothing that says we can't re-engineer re and reverse engineer these partnerships. But the greatest gift of Coffee with Todd and the greatest gift of Teresa and Linda's time here today is they have shown you as a lender and or an agent what is possible. And if you don't have what they've described, then you're missing the joy of running business and doing life the best way. So share this, forward it, sit down. If you're a team leader, you know, think about how you're serving your agent partnerships and think about how your team is operating. And even today, think about the um, the distance that so many lenders have from agents today because we're in such a deep refinance period of our time. Um, agents need lenders more than ever right now to continue to build the business as we get through COVID and, uh, you know, and, and buyers and sellers are going to be coming back in over the summer. And, and the time to build your partnerships is now. It's not in August. You know, it's to do it now. Do it now. So I am madly proud of both of you guys. And it's an honor to call you friends. It's a joy to watch you guys work together and do life together. And uh, so I just want to say from, from me to you and from our team to your worlds, thank you so much for spending 40 minutes today with our, our tribe. And I know that if you listen to this with the right ears, you have been blessed today because of Teresa and Linda. So yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We'll be back on tomorrow morning, nine o'clock with a 15 minute weekly wrap. And uh, next Tuesday, we're interviewing Jonathan Roach, who is our fitness partner from Sales Mastery. Uh, he's going to be coming to us from Vermont live. And we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful conversation on Tuesday. You guys be blessed. Have a great weekend. And thanks for sharing. Thanks really so much. Powerful. Thank yep. you. See you guys. Bye. Bye.